0: Hello and welcome to the United MEC Leading Edge podcast. This week, the MEC has selected a new chairman of the negotiating committee. In a field of several candidates, Captain Phil Otis from Council 11 was voted in to take over negotiations. We are lucky enough to have here on the Leading Edge an opportunity to sit down with Captain Otis and get to know him. Phil, welcome to the studio. Thanks for having me, Jim. First, congratulations on your selection. I think, uh, like in any interview, we'd like to start with who you are, so please tell us about yourself.
1: Uh, Sure. Thank you, Jim. I was uh, hired by United in 1996, based in California in LA and in San Francisco for the first 10 years, and then in Washington since then. Uh, Currently, Dulles-based 777 captain uh, on reserve, served for uh, 11 years in the Navy prior to United, and retired from the Navy reserves in 2005. I've had a few ALPA positions, initially uh, with Council 57 uh, in communications, and then uh, for five years as the first officer representative, uh, roughly from 2003 through 2007. I've held uh, several uh, ALPA positions uh, since uh, at the MEC level, so uh, starting with the Negotiating Committee in 2009 as a member. that was pre-merger, so on the United side, and then on the Joint Negotiating Committee, eventually uh, being the co-chair, along with my uh, continental counterpart, um, through the merger and then through 2018 as the chairman of the uh, uh, post-merger MEC
0: negotiating committee. What would our pilots recognize in terms of your accomplishments when it comes to negotiating?
1: Sure. Uh, As a culmination of the effort uh, during the uh, merger... Uh, the UPA uh, resulted, and that's uh, the United Pilot Agreement uh, that was the first uh, agreement that both uh, pilot crews operated under. That was in 2012, and then uh, was amendable uh, four years later. So in 2016, we then decided uh, with the MEC at the time to uh, extend it for uh, three years. So those two agreements uh, are the ones that I'm, I'm most
0: associated with in my experience. Okay, so you were elbow deep in the uh, UPA that's certainly understandable from the uh, the time frame. And you take this job in a seemingly a contentious time. What can you offer on why we're here?
1: So I think part of the contentiousness arises from uh, the length of time we've been under the current agreement and it was a compromise uh, mixing up of work roles from two uh, very diametrically opposed uh, uh, merger pre-merger contracts, one focusing on uh, the ability to, Uh, fly overtime, fly in excess of monthly uh, line builds, and the other um, perhaps more focused on uh, limiting that and uh, uh, getting both pilot groups on board to uh, a common set of goals, was was difficult. Um, and unfortunately, that really hasn't changed much in the last decade. We've had some improvements, some LOAs covering some, a few quality of life issues, but largely it's the same contract even through the extension. The extension in 2016 didn't address that very much either. Um, We also have a a new population of pilots uh, post-merger that's now a very significant part of our population. They don't really have any bias about which particular contract maybe they enjoyed more or or have a preference for either uh, uh, philosophy. Um, And uh, they're just looking at what they have here today versus perhaps where they came from and especially at the bottom end. Uh, in the the reserve section. And uh, so I think that that has caused some contentiousness, um, especially because these provisions, while they may have worked uh, to some degree successfully before, um, since COVID, uh, the, the Companies rebound the, uh, the rapid uh, reinstitution of flying and, and some growth has stressed those provisions. Uh, so now we know that we have to put a new focus on those and I think that there's some natural disagreements over how to do that and that's resulted in some contentiousness among uh, pilot uh, union leadership uh, at the local level, uh, mostly and uh, coming together and trying to prioritize those
0: jointly has been a, a contentious process. Well, that's a good answer, Phil. That uh, clears some things up for me. I know. Now we understand that the negotiating team takes direction from the MEC. How specific is that instruction? Now, obviously, we don't want to give away any of our positions, but can you describe some of the back and forth in terms of process?
1: Hmm. Yeah, that is a, a difficult uh, question to answer uh, easily without speaking of details. But it really depends on the the issue at hand. Um, Some issues are broad enough and uh, um, diverse enough that maybe a a, a wide range of acceptable solutions could come to mind. And in general, the the guidance there might be more broad. But other issues uh, might have more MEC focus and interest because there's a specific solution that everybody wants to them. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd hesitate now to come up with any specific examples because we're obviously in the middle of uh, reformulating all of that. So uh, I'll, I'll
0: leave it at that. Okay, so what do you see going forward in the near term and the long term?
1: So right away, you know, the first step is to re-engage with the company and just see uh, if, if there really is a viable pathway to a deal. Uh, we know we have an aggressive time frame. Uh, the November time frame has been announced and we need to see if that is something that can actually be achieved. And if it's not possible, you know, we'll work with the MEC to implement a, a new long-term strategy and we'll communicate that to the pilot group.
0: Now, Phil, of course, everyone wants a warm fuzzy when it comes to the conclusion of contract negotiations. Can you give us uh, your impression of the task ahead and how it will turn out?
1: Boy, yeah, the task ahead is, uh, is no easy task. And uh, how, how it will turn out? Well, I, you know, I, I hate to say that it's just anybody's guess because, no, I, I have some confidence that even though there's some timeline pressure, we're not going to be forced into a deal that doesn't satisfy us uh, or the MEC um, or that we don't believe will meet our pilot's needs. Um, I think the MEC is supportive
0: of that approach. That's certainly enlightening, Phil. This was a great opportunity to gain some insight on just who the new chairman of the Negotiating Committee is and to hear some of his insights on the Section 6 process. Phil, thank you very much for providing that insight, and we wish you the best of luck with your new post. Thanks, Jim. enjoyed being here. Thank you all for listening to The Leading Edge. We hope we'll continue with your support of our program. If you have any questions, please send a PDR to the Communications Committee. On behalf of the entire MEC, fly safe and stay healthy. I'm Captain James Belton.